0: Hey everyone, Sal here from On The Run with Sal. I'd just like to give you a quick summary of today's episode. My guest, Emmanuel Natos Correra, a professional race walker, tells me how he got into race walking, his inspiration, motivation, and everything he's learned so far about this sport, as he also tells me his aspirations and reaching his next goals. I hope you guys get to enjoy the run. Thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, friends and listeners, thank you so much for joining and listening to On the Run with Sal, the podcast where we do the correlations between life and running with a simple conversation. My guest today, Emmanuel Corbera, also known as Natos, who is a national champion in racewalking, a professional racewalker. I said, you know what, there's something about racewalking that correlates so much with running and a lot of people don't see it but i want to find out why nato says you know what it's the exact same thing and i first and foremost am already agreeing so without further ado natos how you doing man doing good thank you very much thank you very much yeah yeah not a problem at all thank you for having me
1: excited to um to talk about this stuff you know get a different perspective maybe hopefully open up people's Minds to what I do.
0: Yeah, man. You know, it's um, it's not that it's unorthodox. It's just that it's not seen as something, you know, of uh, of a certain effort where you're supposed to be saying, you know, that's 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 a like a manly thing to do, or that's yeah. a, that's a challenging thing to do. Yeah. But we we want to hear a little bit about your perspective. But first and foremost, let's talk about your your, your goals and merits. What you've already done. Uh, describe yourself as a runner first and foremost, or as a race oh, yeah. walker.
1: Well, like I was telling you, uh, I, I've always considered myself a runner that happens to walk, and um, it, you know, honestly, stumbling into this, um, I consider I consider everything to really be be the same. Like I don't really uh, think about this being any more of a different mentality than when I used to be a runner and. When I was a runner, I mean, I've been running since I was in third grade. Literally, competitively wow. in third grade is when I got photos to prove it too. Man, like, that's crazy, man. I I was on my first track team and um, you know jumped into the mile and started doing those competitions. And uh, man, how do how do I say it? Uh, now that now that you actually ask it, it's it's kind of funny. Um, I've always been a headstrong runner. I've always wanted to win. I uh, I've never. I used to not be a fan of training, that has definitely come to change, <laughs> but um, now oh, the appreciation for it has definitely uh, has grown. But um, I hated losing, I'll tell you, man. I hated losing, and uh, I picked it up after my dad, and I saw that he just won, and won, and won, and that, that's, that's where it started.
0: <laughs> oh wow, right. man. Uh, so, a uh, nature, your own competitive nature uh, in third grade, I mean, in third grade, me, I was I was a soccer player, man. Yeah. So so it, it, it's like a natural sport. You're supposed to be doing a sport, but but running, it's not. I don't want to say that it's not considered a sport. Uh, I just didn't see it that way. And you said training was the worst, right? But as a soccer player, like training is fun, man. You're you're playing around with the ball. You're doing it in so many different ways. Yeah. You're interacting with kids and stuff like that. But in third grade, training as a runner, that's that sounds. That sounds like hell man i'm not totally not gonna lie well i think because now
1: that now that i think about it um you know when you're that age you want to see results without having to work for them Mm. you know what i mean and and when you when you present me with this idea because i was doing quarter repeats when i was in third grade (laughs) and when you present me with like a simple workout if my dad comes up to me and he says okay we're doing six times 400 today i say what, what do I win? Like, what do I, oh, <laughs> what yeah. do I get? You know, I get like, it, what, it, do, it. what do I, where's the medal? Where's the place? Do I, uh, there's nothing. Uh-huh. There's no incentive for it. And so so having that broader perspective wasn't really a thing for me when I was that, that young, you know. So I just wanted to race. I would do the Kids Magic Mile, the 8K race for literacy here in San Diego, the Bumblebee 5K. And, I mean, I, I had every reason to run when those races came up.
0: Wow, that's awesome. Uh, I never ran any of those races. My first race ever was in high school because I went elementary, all elementary in Mexico. So you're playing soccer nonstop. Then I went to a Catholic school here in North Park called St. Patrick's. Okay. So I would actually cross the border, wake up every morning, somewhere around like 5.30 in the morning, get ready, drive the, through the border, wow. and yeah, it was, it was pretty hectic, but it's a, it's a discipline that you get to later use if you find the value to it, which I didn't until way later on, but we, actually no, if, if I'm not mistaken, I did run a mile there. I ran yeah. the, the Turkey Trot mile. And I got second place, man. There's this guy, his name was Kiki Medina, and he was just like insane athlete. He was already he was already like five ten when I was four nine. This guy this guy looked like a built athlete, yeah. to be quite honest. Yeah. And he ran, and that was the first race ever. But then I actually joined the cross country team in high school when I tra- when I went to Otay Ranch High School. <laughs> That's like they told my, my counselor told me, hey. What sports do you do?" I said, oh I do soccer. She said, oh that's great. Well we don't have soccer during the fall. You should join something. And I said, well I don't know what other sports there are. And she said, you know what you should do? Cross country. It's going to help you out with your soccer skill and you're going to get way better. I didn't even know what cross country was. As long as I heard and as soon as I heard you're going to get better at soccer, I said I might as well go do it. So I joined the cross country team. I went to the back of the of the gym building and saw my coach Ian Cummings. Yeah. I don't know if you know who Ian Cummings is. I do not. Is. No, well the the guy, he's uh very old, like six foot two mustache man. Like he's he's like a he's like a very old stuffy kind of looking guy but he has so much passion man. Yeah. She so was like, "Oh yeah, you'll find the guy with the mustache." And there he is, dude. Like this What was your um, guy. What was your
1: first What was the first time that you ever posted? Like was it a mile, 800, quarter?
0: You know, well, I mean, I ran 8 no, 5 kilometers in like 22 minutes. That's the first one. In high school. Yeah, yeah. and then yeah. But I'm going to tell you something about my first high school race. I ran my first high school race in Vans. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, and Coach Cumming comes oh, up to me and goes no. like, "Hey, where are your where are your trainers?" And I was like, "What are trainers?" What are trainers? Oh no! That's He's like, "The so shoes sad. you ran with." And I was like, "These are the shoes I ran with." What do you <laughs> He's yeah. like, "You need to go buy some running shoes." And i was like, "Okay." Yeah, oh my god! I guess I need to go buy some. running And then I later, like a like a week later, I bought some running shoes. That's uh, funny. So I ran. I was with like a 22 minute. Kid, you know, yeah. I was super slow. I was five nine, like didn't even weigh a hundred pounds yet. Yeah. And sophomore year, I got to eighteen forty or something like that. You know, it's like oh, finally, you know, wow. my my hormones are somewhat kicking in. And then, you know, I kept on dropping it later on. Yeah. But you know, a, a lot of a lot of kids start like that.
1: Yeah. No, I, I think I did. I mean, I I didn't have any concept of it. I think what I the first race I ever ran was. I think it was in tennis shoes because I used to I used to play tennis, so it was like a hard court okay. kind of shoe. But I remember I think I remember having a goal for myself. I'm not sure if it was I don't think it was seventh grade, but I remember I think I was can I break seven minutes for the mile at the age of seven? Holy shit. That was that was the goal that I did, that I had. And I think I hit it. I think I hit six fifty nine. Holy shit. Yeah. And that was that that's kinda like one of my earlier memories of like what kind of like what it looks like to have a goal to reach the goal and to to accomplish it and say like wow like i can actually do this yeah. you know, or like like catching that running bug you know
0: oh man i i still remember when i caught that running bug and that was all the way till my senior year i did running because well i went to let's say three different schools yeah my elementary school instituto conference de yeah. tijuana yeah then i went to st patrick's and then I went to Otay Ranch. So I didn't have a continuation of having friends, Yeah, you know, and it it was hard to maintain that kind of thing. And and I do have a lot of friends, without a doubt, some that I had to actually build throughout for a longer period of time. So when I went to St. Patrick's, I don't have any friends from St. Patrick's right. Yeah. At all. But Otay Ranch, I do have a lot of friends for either the runners or just the, the homies I hung out with during, Nutrition break or, or recess, yeah. whatever you want to call it. And obviously my elementary school friends who I hung out with them all the time and Very recently funny enough. I'm, I'm hanging out with them again, which is pretty awesome uh, I actually went out for a run with them yesterday uh, Tobias Valdez. Yeah, and he's like hey man. I just started running because of the whole coronavirus thing and I was like hey that's great to hear. Yeah, I could talk about that all day. Yeah. That's and a whole different subject for we, me. We will definitely talk about this somewhere towards the end because I think it's going to hit the philosophical aspect yeah. of it, And but r- right now, it's it's awesome that people are actually doing that. So, for me, I did it because that's where the guys were. That's yeah. where my friends were. That's yeah. where I had to socialize with guys, and and it didn't hit me till my yeah. senior year, right? Yeah. The, the motivation to say, I'm going to start chasing the goals. Yeah. I'm going to start... Actually, testing myself. Yeah. first and foremost, Uh, let let me just quickly add on something to this. When you went to community college, Mm -hmm. you went to Queen College. Loved it. Loved every second. Yep, I did.
1: Loved every second of it too.
0: How'd you get there? Um. So
1: I made. That's. I'm glad you asked me that question. I'm. I'm. I have a bit of a psychotic story. Um. I definitely. I had no intention of going to a four year. Okay. Zero. Mm. Um I actually started going to Grossmont College when I was a sophomore in high school. Yeah. And I had completed my first year of college by the time I graduated high school. I don't I don't even talk about that that much. I forgot that that even happened. Yeah. It's so such a repressed memory because it was so <laughs> stressful. But um I had finished that, and by the time that I had finished high school, I was just like, I want to finish this degree, and I want to do it locally so that you know I can have the support of my family. Yeah. And um, Grossmont, and so Grossmont had tennis. Okay. Yeah, Gross, yeah. Grossmont had tennis and no cross country. Mm-hmm. And Cuyamaca had cross country but no, no tennis. tennis. Yeah. So I was switching between schools during semesters, and this is the reason why I did cross country but never track
0: because oh, track and tennis were in the same season. Got it. Yeah, okay. and
1: so whenever people ask me for my college track times, I, I can't give them anything because I was just as good of a tennis player as I was a runner. And I couldn't, wow. I, couldn't I couldn't I couldn't choose. Um, but tuition, what is it? It was at the time it was like $80 a unit or something. I forget. It was probably so cheap. cheaper, probably cheaper. Yeah, $80 a unit and so a whole semester wouldn't cost more than goodness, it wouldn't cost more than more than three to 400 bucks. Yeah, uh, really that wouldn't. sounds about right. And um how can you how could I I think the books cost more. You know, <laughs> yeah. I think so, man. I
0: think How could, so, you, how think could so. you turn that
1: How could you turn that down, you know? Yeah. And um it was an easy decision and uh also my brother had gone to Cuyamaca. okay, where he had met Tim. And so I already had a bit of a reference to Tim Seaman, who is now my current coach. Mm-hmm. Um and so I I went Without hesitation, I knew he was a good coach, and I wanted to try it out. And he actually really upped my
0: game when it came to running. Dude, that's that's awesome, man. Uh, I mean, the difficult part was for you to actually choose between tennis and track. Yeah, it was. I think I think that's a that's always a factor, but there's there's always a, a reason for for either passion, without a doubt. And. I would like to actually really find out a little bit about you and Tim more because Tim is a great recruiter and we're talking about Tim Seaman he was my recent coach 2019 for track at Cuyamaca College and without a doubt this guy will talk passionately until someone says Tim I think you've passionately (laughs) killed me with your talks Uh, and he knows that that (laughs) you know you you just feel his energy and and it's great energy no doubt about it it's it's good to have it but your relationship with tim what's that like so it's interesting that that has definitely
1: developed over time i i've i've never had such a good relationship with a coach Mm -hmm. and so when i had first gone to cuyamaca i thought you know this is just going to be like another two years and then when i when i transfer out of here that's it we're done but um you know that relationship ended up developing so much deeper when I transferred to San Diego State, yeah, and there was nothing there was nothing to do because there's no there's no cross country team there's no track team, and so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, and I'm definitely not good enough to make the San Diego state tennis team at least i wasn't at the time interesting and um he hits me up he gives me a call and he's like hey dude you're, you're not gonna you're not doing this in very tim fashion you're not doing anything with your life and you're not gonna do anything with you <laughs> nah,
0: not that, in a negative way that sounds like my phone call too man when i called him and he's like oh what and then he's like yeah come do something yeah. so so
1: it was funny because i i know a lot of people don't respond well to stuff like that but tim i i was born and raised a navy kid and it it hit me right where it mattered You know, so it it worked and he was like, you need to try race walking. And he is, you ask about the relationship, right? He has been, he's a a two-time Olympian. Yeah. He's a two-time Olympian, an American record holder. Uh Being surrounded with that kind of mentality is still, it still kind of leaves you wondering, like what does it take? Like what, you're trying to understand that kind of mentality. And that's why a lot of people don't really understand him thoroughly, because it takes it takes a lot to get to that mental capacity where you are you're matching your mentality with your
0: physical ability. You yeah. know what I mean? Does that make sense? I I will um, I'll do a little bit of a kind of like I don't want to say interpretation. Yeah. I'm going to interpret what what you're saying, is that if he thinks of something, he'll physically do it. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll, he'll act upon his thoughts. Yeah. And his thoughts, his mental aspect was so structured towards the race walking. He said, I wake up at 5, I wake up at 5. Yes, yeah, exactly. What am I supposed to be doing within the next five, ten minutes? Yes. Okay, get ready. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Yes. And then that's that's the way, that's what I'm guessing you're trying to say. It's spot on. And the reason I'm bringing that up is because... I am
1: still. It sounds silly, but I'm still on the journey of fully wanting to understand how his brain works because I need a piece of it. Mm-hmm. I need. Okay. I need a piece of that, and I need to spoon feed it to myself because yeah. because it is so relentless to the point where like nothing but success is is the option. You know what I mean? It has to succeed. Yeah. You can't leave any room for failure in your mind. So. I, I sometimes I say things in front of him that don't sound the most positive and then he'll be there for me emotionally, mentally and like as a great coach should. Yeah. He's always been there to meet the emotion or the mentality to say, hey, like you can do this. You, but if you believe that you can't, it'll never happen. Absolutely, you know. Yeah. And, and that's the part that I'm still discovering because I haven't reached the levels of performance that he has Yeah. and I want to at it so uh, he's he's um he's intimidating
0: in the best way possible in the best way
1: in the best way possible yeah
0: Yeah. no absolutely tim tim says and, and and he's he literally does
1: yeah
0: from what i've seen and i have not met him for that long
1: yeah
0: to be quite honest but i'm a philosophy major and i have to be very observant of what they're offering me yeah and he's passionately trying to give you something yeah I believe that our generation is more of I think you're giving me too much and I don't want to accept it so I must kind of push you yeah. away block yeah. your way out and Tim that I think that the older generation has an idea of yeah. how to push because you can get it done but yeah. we've been so soft within yeah. ourselves yeah in our development yeah and see the thing is is that like we're
1: it's so, it's such a, that mentality is such a, it's such an important thing that we can apply to all things. It's just, it's as simple as what do you want and how badly do you want it, Yeah. right? And what are you gonna do to chase it down? And so he used to tell me stories, he'd be like, you don't understand, like, you know, when we were training for the Olympics, uh, there was a point where like, you know, I was, there were some nights I was sleeping in my car and all I was eating was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. And I'm like, and you were still training? And he's like, yeah. And I was still training and I was working at a deli. And like, it's just,
0: it's cool. It's so cool to hear. He wanted it. Yeah, he, he, he really did. I mean, I don't know all those details about those stories because since he's your oh, yeah. personalized <laughs> coach. I can tell you stories for days. I'd be guessing. <laughs> and, and that's awesome, to be quite honest. Because I can talk to Tim and it's like very direct, like to the point. Yeah. And it's, it's always good. It's always yeah. good to to, t- to have a good conversation with him. Yeah. Uh, you obviously don't have conversations with him. You have lectures within each other. Yeah. An hour lectures, yeah. and they, they get yeah. to so the physical, the spiritual, the emotional, the yeah. everything. When it gets to, you. but how is this, how is this any different than running? Right? right. Right. Yeah. Like, isn't it relatable? So I actually do want to give you a couple of examples. Well, when you're saying that, oh, Tim was sleeping in his car, peanut butter, jelly, deli, whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: I, I, I recently saw this short documentary. I shared it on Facebook. I, I don't remember what the documentary is called, but it's about the Mexican runners from the 90s. The marathoners <coughs> who were these, I mean, they look ridiculous, man. They look ridiculous <laughs> running because they look like little machines. Yeah. You know, and, and they look like the, the, the physical repetition of a runner yeah. looks so... It looks so robotic. It doesn't look as fluid as, like, the canyon runners, yeah. but they were still competing with the canyon runners who at oh, that yeah. time were still ridiculously good. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about uh, Germán Silva. Yeah. And I'm talking about uh, Dionisio Cerón. Uh, who, who else? Oh, man, I'm forgetting his name right now. Uh, Andres Espinosa. The, these runners, they were all, you know, factory workers, mm-hmm. farm workers, mm-hmm. you know, export Drivers, yeah, and they still train yeah. after doing eight to probably 10 to 12 hours Yo. of work. And you know, Germán Silva, because I know his him a little bit more, he won the yeah. New York City Marathon twice, yeah. And that's how, how, do, you, how do you do that while doing something yeah. that does not correlate with yeah. running, yeah? And the only yeah. way to do it is to say, do something. That affects the other thing to yeah. get to the thing that you want. Yeah, yeah. No matter what. Yeah. And that foundation. Yeah. I complain when I. I mean, I don't complain too much when I was working at Starbucks. Yeah. Whenever I complain at a job that I'm just like, is this for the running? <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. No, it is funny
1: because now I work at Starbucks. So. Oh,
0: dude, you used to work at Starbucks? <laughs> yeah. Dude, I didn't even know that. How long have you been working there? Oh, since October. That's since so October? funny. It's so funny you say that. Yeah. Wait, wait, really quick. What are your partner numbers? I'm not telling you. What? No, 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 not <laughs> even that. Look, I'll even say mine, but but it's just to know like how long you've been working there. I'm a two three four. Oh, I'm a two eight two. See, there you go. Okay, I'm a two eight there a two. There you go. I'm a two eight two, two. So yeah, people, yeah, you that, know. That wait, is, yeah. Okay, now you understand what I was say. No, I'm to okay, think. I get what you're saying now. Two eight two.
1: I've seen some people who are two eight zero uh, oh, like, my, yeah, yeah dude. T- two, two
0: double O's. Yeah. A lot of the people who I interviewed yeah. are two yeah, two that's, one, whatever. And that's awesome, man. It's just that yeah, is really funny. funny. Inside really, joke yeah, for all the Starbucks people. Starbucks people. Yeah, so. But uh, I, 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 it took me about a year to stop complaining working at Starbucks. Yeah. And I loved working at Starbucks yeah. after that. To be quite honest, it, it takes us time because you're learning how to use all your resources, and some people throw you off because you're like, that's not how you're supposed to be doing it. And then, yeah. you know. It's picky people, but that's- 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 the not the- well- And so it's like having that spirit of like- That's what I was getting at. Having that spirit of- of-
1: You- we- so many people work jobs that they think aren't helping them until they stop having that job, you know what I mean? And then you realize, wow, only in retrospect do I realize- It's not that you regret, like, leaving. It's Mm -hmm. just only in retrospect do you understand, like, that's how that was helping me out. Yeah. Oh, like I get it now. Like I, I, was, I had more time on my feet working that eight-hour shift at Starbucks, instead of like sitting down Watching on my Netflix. couch yeah. at home. Dude, yeah. Totally like, get you're it. On your feet, and it's some. Sometimes I think that, you know. Sometimes I catch myself thinking that, like, what, what am I doing here? You know, like, why, why, why do I have to do like this huge workout? Eight-hour shift and then follow it up with an afternoon workout. Yeah, you know? like and I'm totaling up the day at like anywhere between 20 to 25 k,
0: mm-hmm.
1: plus a shift at work, and like I don't have enough energy to to hang out with friends. Yeah, and it's only in that moment when I realize like
0: where I don't, was it? Where am I
1: going? Yeah, I don't. I mean, like this or is. Or where do I want to go? Yeah, this is the make or break moment. That's where you find your answer. This is what I want to be doing, or mm-hmm. it's not or it's not, you know, and for some people, and it's, it's funny because everybody talks about burnout, right, like burnout, oh, okay. like, oh, I burnt out, like mentally, I've never, I've never experienced that.
0: Through, through running? Yeah, through or running, through, through running, running, walking, yeah.
1: period, like, I've been going at this since I was in third grade, and I've loved every second of it, Yeah, it's been so much fun, and, like, there have been seasons where I have not seen improvement, but... Through it all, everything, every job I've ever had, I know
0: was helping me to get to where I wanted to be in running. Yeah. Or walking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm with you on that, man. I'm with you on that. I took my time. I was supposed to be long gone with this sport, to be quite honest. <laughs> but uh, it really be back in. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, well you, you know, you, you I'm going to tell you this, Tim... At practice, when I started looking good in the workouts, yeah. he says, "Look, uh, we brought him back from the dead." Yeah. King Tut. That's funny. That's what they—that's what they would call me, King Tut. And you know, after I—I I, I, I think I remember which workout it was. It, it was—it was some mile repeats on the track, and the last one I put on my spikes, and I felt so good, dude. I think I did—I think I did a mile in like five ten or something like that. But I was—I was looking good. I was feeling good, and it's like, oh man. Looks like you came back to life, man, King yeah. Tut, and I was like, "Oh man, you, you know," that's what they, they started calling me. Yeah, and I loved it. Uh, but that's cool. I broke my foot back in 2015. Four months, I could not run or walk without a boot. Wow. And that's that's the wake up call to say, "Hey, give up on the sport. You're not yeah. you're not supposed to be doing it anymore." Yeah. And something within me said, you you're you're too much in love with this thing." yeah you put in too much time and physically you know you're not you're, you're not done with what you're supposed to be doing when you when you physically know that that was it you kind of know and yeah. I feel like I haven't really tested myself to actually say that was it yes exactly I love that you said that tested it yeah so for me right now at the moment I'm still training as if I was college athlete yeah that's the mentality I have to have right now yeah that's the mentality I have to have right now because I'm studying philosophy I'm studying communications I want to finish school and I want to still be this athlete even though I'm I'm 27 right now yeah I'm 27 but why hasn't my spiritual self told me G- give up on this thing Art. yeah you know you know when you were supposed to have made it you're supposed to have made it at 22 if you didn't make it at 22 yeah you know that's it yeah you 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 bring up
1: such a good point i've already had people bring up the idea of my retirement Mm -hmm. from walking yeah and it took me a while i don't like i don't being upset at something is never enough for me like i want to find out why that sentence upset me does that make sense like why when those words came out of your mouth it's like oh like not those like when are you gonna retire from race walking i'm like what i don't know why but it just sounded like such a stupid question <laughs> and, so, and so I'm i'm hearing it and like the whole day i'm walking around and i'm like why was that question so stupid yeah and so it was at the end of the day that i finally have this time to process the emotions and like really realize i'm like and then the answer came to me why would i retire from the from finding the thing most people spend their entire lives trying to find the thing that makes them happy if I found it why would I retire from that I love this it brings joy to my heart and it's just you're asking me to retire from it and I see I'm like oh you you're not looking at this the same way I'm looking at it absolutely like you're yeah. looking at this like a burden that eventually you're gonna have to hang up mm-hmm. I'm looking at it like dude I found the gold mine yeah. and I want to keep investing into it yeah. because it brings me joy and peace. You're still, you're still digging until you find the gold. I love it, dude, yeah, and it's just like you you discover something new about yourself every day. Yeah. If that isn't like, if that isn't the goal to like life, period, yeah. you know, self-discovery, like I don't know what is, man.
0: You know, I think every single one of those challenges, uh, even, even people who don't understand the that curtain that you're yeah. trying to open yeah they're like dude there's nothing in that curtain or behind that curtain you're still going through the other way around or whatever yeah and i i get that they don't understand because you know what you're trying to look for yeah and they don't know if you're even looking for something at all yeah and sometimes you can't you don't even want to share it because you're like dude it's because something's telling me that i have to keep this to myself yeah Because I want to keep on pursuing it and I know that if I knew I was going to achieve it, what would be the fun and keep on pursuing it? Yes, exactly, yeah. So I I think it's a better story that it adds on these challenges that have, in a certain sense, like I'm repeating myself, have not made us grow up yet. Yeah. Because our generation has been a little bit on the safe side, rather than the stronger side. And that's what uh, Jordan Peterson says. He says, he asks his kids in the book 12 Rules for Life, he says, would you rather your kids to be safe or strong? Yeah. And I don't think we've been prepared to be strong. We've been too safe. Because we are afraid of, oh, I'm supposed to be doing things right. Learn how to do them wrong so that you can actually learn what right is yeah and i think we've been doing things a little too much on the safe side well, it's tough too because i think that we've been forced to i think growing up
1: we've been forced to kind of follow a cycle a little bit more than than previous generations Absolutely. like previous generations had that, that that opportunity to explore and to say who am i you know when from birth I don't know about you, if you can relate, but from birth, it's been, go to school, and once you're done with school, get a go, job. To, go to the next school, get a job, get the money, right? And I'm, sure, family, I'm sure that they've been lectured. Like, my father's probably been lectured about that. Absolutely. But both my, my father and my mother have stories of separating from the family to do what they believe is the right thing to do for them. Absolutely. And I, I mean, no offense, I've never been encouraged to do that. You know, I had to discover that myself. Yeah. So, I so it, there, is a, there is a bit of, a, of a, like a, like you said, like a curtain, like a veil over, over people. And what makes me happy is that even like in times right now, right, with everything that's going on, people are discovering who they want to be. Right. And I'm in the process of doing that. Like, I feel like only in the past year or two did I really realize, like, okay, 2016 Olympic Trials, mm-hmm. perfect example. I did the race, I finished fourth, and when I crossed the finish line and went home, I was like, I was upset. I was like, I was lazy. And I probably could have gotten podium for first or second. I probably could have. But I, I didn't realize that in myself until it was too late. Yeah. And now four years later, you know, twenty twenty is coming around and I'm like, I, I can't miss this, you know, I can't miss this opportunity. I gotta I gotta at least see what I am capable of and I can't do that unless unless I believe in myself. Take that chance to like dream big and to try to attempt to reach that dream. To break the mold. Yeah. Cause if I if I stop and I listen to everybody who's telling me you can't hit this time, you can't get top three probably can't hit you, you know you probably can't hit make this olympic team you can't hit the qualifying standard like dude i can't i can't afford to listen to stuff like that can't just like you probably can't like right if i were to sit here and tell you like oh why why aren't you done with running you know like college is over yeah. <laughs>
0: like you know i i i'm with you on that boat man there's there's a video unfortunately i haven't seen the movie yet that's my lazy part because I know I have some money right now to actually buy the movie. It's called The Transcend. Ooh. It's uh sounds good. It's Transcend. It's it's a it's a running documentary. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the Flow Track guys did it for documenting Kenyan athletes on why they're running. Yeah. And what uplifts them to run. Yeah. And what's besides running that is relatable to them. And there's there's a lot of great videos, but but this one athlete he's a canadian marathoner and he says i have to believe that i can run a marathon under 210 even though all my workouts are not pointing that way yep that's so good yeah because if i don't (laughs) if i don't believe in that well what's what's the effort of of what i'm actually doing yes so that's that's one thing and then i i forgot honestly i don't even know who that canadian marathon runner is but he goes to kenya and he trains and He's with the Robinson Brothers. You know who the Robinson Brothers are? Jake, is he, Jake, is he a Jake recent, and Zane. recent runner? Is it, Dude, this uh, is like 2012, bro. This Was Was it Cam? Cam? It wasn't Cam Levins. Nah, it wasn't Cam Levins. No. Nah, it, wasn't Cam Levins. It, was a, it was another guy. But the Robinson Brothers also say, like, you're trying to chase something that doesn't exist. Time and yeah. placing, it doesn't exist. You don't yes. physically hold it. You know, they give you the trophy or whatever, but that doesn't mean shit. Yes. That doesn't mean shit. You're, no, you're chasing. Not. Yeah. The time, because when you cross that line and you achieve that time that you wanted, you're, you're, you transcend yourself to the person you wanted to become. Yes. And when you become whatever it is that you wanted to be, it, it, it makes you think in a different way. It shows off who you are, your yeah. presentation in a different way. Yeah. And you will later on be that motivational guy who says, Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. How crazy is it that I actually got to achieve it because I believe in myself and everybody's going through their own challenges that yeah. they have to face yeah. to see if they do get to become or not. Yes. And and, and I, I think that's that's a really good way of say, uh, seeing what, what you're saying. Yeah. Is 2016, I know I could have.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, you already know what you did wrong. is co- coming around the corner, yeah. right? It, it, kind of already past the corner I know right (laughs) postponed yeah but that's funny 2021 man what what are you what are you looking ahead right now 2021 as a race walker and your goals that you actually say it's gonna happen oh I'm gonna win the Olympic trials I'm gonna win them
1: and I'm gonna make that team and I was thinking about a little bit further ahead I was like wait do I want do I want top 20 or top 30 at the Olympics I don't know yet (laughs) I'm I know for a fact, I, I, in my heart, I can feel myself winning the Olympic trials. I can feel myself making that team. In every time, every every day I'm on the treadmill, every day I'm, I'm out on the track, every day I'm out on the road, it's not, and see this is the interesting part, is that I can think it, but when my emotions don't match the thought, it, it won't hold the feeling won't stick it's like it's like i could i could say you know like you could say to a significant other person oh i love you you know but if that if that emotion doesn't match the words it, it's empty you
0: it's like I saying mean?
1: i love you and you don't hug them later and it's like yes exactly you, it, yeah yeah, yeah well, it's like it's like you all all statements like meditation yeah, all statements have have Re, re, mirroring mirroring reflective emotions inside uh-huh. and it is like a prayer the way that that emotion needs to solidify the words mm-hmm. in order to place it into the world and to be able to say I am manifesting this to become so and I have an example of that yeah yeah please um I had a poster from my championship in 2017 my dad made it on the wall and um it's a picture of me and it, it says national championship 2017 first place 126.43 was my pr and uh i had not hit that time in 2018 or 2019 and then 2020 came around and every day for those two to three years i'm staring at this stupid photo of myself and i'm just so annoyed by it because i'm like that time is so hard to hit oh my gosh how am I gonna hit that time again how am I gonna get first and so I have a person that I've been working with family member masseuse sensei however you want to say it. Mm -hmm. but he's my teacher and he was telling me he's like well if you keep saying that that's your prayer Oh, that time is so hard to hit oh that time I'll never hit it again yeah You're, you're creating it right and so he's like you need to start off by changing your mantra basically you need to start off by changing your prayer and so the experiment was this every day i walked by this stupid photo of myself i slammed my finger on it and i said i'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> and i said it to myself i said it to myself i was like i'm gonna kick your ass and i'm gonna do it at the first race of my opening season and this year i shattered it holy shit well, what did it run 126.35.
0: Wow. So in an opening
1: race, in an opening race, I walked around eight seconds faster than what it took to win a national championship. And I did it by myself. No competition. Where was that? Santee. That was at the 50K Olympic Santee
0: Trials. Santee Lake. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or is that, is or, that the, uh, is, um, Lake? the 6K?
1: This was by um, the trolley station. Santee. Oh, okay. Santee. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So this was um, 50K Olympic Trials and they have an open 20K inside. Mm-hmm. And i was just like I'm, I'm doing it right here right now and so i come around those first couple laps and i'm like i look at i look at tim and i'm like dude yeah i'm uh, like i
0: feel great yeah. i'm like this is it right here and then it's like clockwork yeah. even splits the whole way do you do you do the the time on the on the cap thing that tim did no i don't i no. don't No, what i do is
1: um i uh I have, I come into the race because I hold the journal every day, right? Got it, yeah, yeah. And so instead of like actually having the time written on somewhere in the race, I have it written in my journals. And so like I'm transferring it day to day, right? And every day I'm writing like a message of the day and that is kind of like the meditation. Yeah. So like while I'm in that race, the thing that I'm telling myself is I am fast, I am light, I am capable, I am willing, I am healthy, and I am Olympic. I finish it with that, I am, I, like it. I am Olympic. And it's to state basically like, I might not be an
0: Olympian yet, but I'm capable of doing it. Yeah. Dude, that's that's some powerful stuff, man. I, I truly like it. It's a good reflection, even for myself. Uh, I know that I'm not in any of those standards yet. I can tell you this, that my goals are still to run a steeplechase under nine minutes. Yeah. And beyond that barrier is the unknown factor of being who will I become after that point? Yeah. And that's my goal. Yeah. How am I doing it right now? Well, I'm, I'm training still. Yeah. I'm training through the belief that if I do something today that is progressively saying, okay, you did this properly. Not the best way, but you did it properly. Yeah. That's one step. And when you do it the best way, you do it to the two steps. Yes. Uh, you know what, I didn't do it too good today. I'll take one step back. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's always that, that changing factor. Yeah. One thing in an artistic manner, in a philosophical manner, reading and listening, watching movies, whatever it is that you get to absorb stuff, One thing for sure is what Shakespeare said, to be or not to be. Uh, Yep. To be is that you're being truthful to every single thing that you're doing and saying. And if you lie, you're diverged somewhere else. Yeah. So you want to stay on that truthful side. Yeah, yeah so mantra the mantras ahead of you you catch up to it you're doing upon the actions or whatever yeah and i can be honest i stayed on the couch a little bit in the morning and played 30 minutes of video games yeah i took a nap before this <laughs> i was like well, the drooling all over you know, my pillow and, just, the, and <laughs> i was knocked out and in <laughs> a certain sense i feel like i'm not supposed to be doing those 30 those 30 minutes can be transcended into something else because those 30 yeah. minutes i could have gone out for a two yeah. mile walk yeah so, something like that, you yeah. know? That's the
1: interesting part, right? Is that you need... You can't come to that realization without the couch. Does that make sense? It's like, it. If you don't have the video games to let you know that you should be doing something else, then it's like you'll never know. <laughs> right? What I said to my friend,
0: <laughs> the worse that you are, the better you can become. Yes, that, that's so spot on, yeah. That's so spot on. So, it's for some reason, you're doing something... To remind you, you're doing something wrong. Yeah, yeah. You're doing something wrong. And that's that's the part of life because yeah. every single time you make a decision, it's like yeah. a video game. Am I going to walk through that door or am I going to go through the yeah. other door? Yeah. Am I going to, in Legend of Zelda, am I going to go on the side quest or yeah. am I going to go save the princess? Yeah.
1: exactly. You know? So, like, even 2016, right? Like, I, I look at that time and I'm, I look at that race and I'm like, as much as I hated it, God, I need it. Yeah. I needed it so bad. And in a way, I'm like... It was an answer to a prayer that I probably made at some point in life, you know? Like, oh, am I, do I really want to be serious about this? Well, how about you suck real bad at this race? And then you'll find out after. <laughs> you'll find out if you really want it or not.
0: You know, I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that because there's a, there's a moment where you fall. Yeah. Because you did the effort. You put in the time yeah. and then you say, what the hell is this? Yeah. I thought I was supposed to actually be up there instead of down here. Yes. Everything that I did that I believe my times were supposed to have been and have created did not. Yeah. And that kind of failure is the one that sets you to say, Well here's the challenge, are you gonna keep on going or not? Yeah. That's that's life telling you yeah. what's up with that man? It's yeah. up to you. And like you said, right? Like you're you're ultimately at the end of the day.
1: You have that choice. You have that choice every day. Uh-huh. Do I want to get out of bed? Do I want to go for the run? Right? Do you want to continue running? Do I want to continue walking? And it's just—it's as simple as saying yes or no. Uh-huh.
0: It's just that simple. Yeah. So let's let's talk a little bit about race walking. We mentioned that you know how can we correlate these two things and people to say you know what oh, there's, yeah. there's a there's there. I'm not gonna lie to you right now. Everybody makes a joke about racewalk. Oh, and nobody likes it. Nobody likes yeah, it. Yeah, nobody likes it. In Mexico, I saw the the 2000 Sydney Olympics winner. Yeah. It was a Mexican winner.
1: Yeah.
0: It's a guy who makes piñatas.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I think Tim actually shared that video, yeah. and I saw it, and I was like, dude, whatever this guy was doing, yeah. he got to the biggest stage. Yeah. And he just didn't get to the biggest stage. He had to, dude, Mexicans are ruthless, man. Oh, yeah. They, they, even, even us runners, yeah. we, we don't have a, a running culture to say, oh, yeah, that's a sport. Yeah. They're, they're, no, no, no. As a race walker, I mean, they say, ah, it's a maricon, joto. you know, they, yeah. they go all these. Oh, they, I've been called these, that, too. It's so many times, it's like, dude, whatever you're doing, it's not a manly thing to do. Yeah. But I do want you to to answer this is, what is race walking, man? It's, dude, it's, I
1: I don't know how else I can explain it, but to just say, if you're looking at it at an image level, you're not looking at it properly. You're not looking at it. It is another event in track and field on getting from point A to point B Mm -hmm. within a set of rules. This is the same for the 5K, the 10K, the steeple, the long jump, the yeah. triple jump. Like, what, what is the difference between a long jump and a triple jump? Or a, a pole vault and a high a high jump, right? Yeah. Like yeah. here, you, it, track and field doesn't make sense, okay? Like, instead of just like, let
0: me. I wanna, here, yeah, I wanna here, listen here, to track this, and field, Track and
1: field makes no sense whatsoever. And people, people think race walking is weird, okay. <laughs> here, you runner, runner, okay, yeah. runner. Let's see who can get from point A to point B the fastest. Yes, sir. And then at some point in that, where one person couldn't get from point A to point B the fastest, he was like, oh yeah, well, you know what? Like, maybe you could beat me in this one, but what if we add water? You know? Okay. I'll and a stick. You have yeah. to jump over the stick and the water. I bet you I could beat you in that. Uh-huh. And then he probably lost at that. And so he was like, oh yeah, well, is it fair 100 meters to the mile? <laughs> He's like, I and then it. some other dude was probably like, okay, yeah, you know what? I bet you I could jump over this higher stick than you. He's like, yeah, well, I bet you I could jump over that stick with another stick. Yeah. And then, you know? I, I, I know what you're getting and at. That's a, high jumping. At you the know. end of the day, we think walking is the weird thing. I'm like, dude. okay. It's. To answer your question, it's, it's just. It's just whoever can get from point A to point B the fastest, and it breaks my heart that we only look at it at a face level because anybody who's ever taken the time to come with me on a race or to come with me on a trip change dramatically. They'll never look at race walking the same way. Every time, every time someone comes and supports me at a race or just helps me with a bottle, they're like, dude, I never knew this. I never knew there was so much heart. And then I look at them and I'm like, dude, you would say the same thing about running. Yeah. You know. Absolutely. And so when people always get into this argument of what's harder, walking or running, I'm like, dude, I don't care. I don't care. It's not the point, you know. It's really not the point. That was so spot on, man. I don't care. What's the point? Nick told me one time. Nick Christie. He was like, dude, you, you walk in circles for a living. Don't take yourself so seriously. And he's like, but what's the difference between that and running? you just run in circles it's like it's
0: just if you're having fun it's like who cares I get what you're saying man I get what you're saying and it it adds up because no matter how you get to the end of life you're gonna get to the end of life yeah exactly right yeah Yeah. it's just a test whichever manner you're doing it it's the manner that you believe you're supposed to be doing it and we decide we decided to actually I mean if not, why the hell is walking an Olympic sport? Yeah. Why is that considered uh, the highest accolade? Yeah, and well, not not the highest one, one of them. Co- consider, it has considered considered a high, a high accolade. Consid- yeah. Race walking is considered a high accolade to be at the highest level of the. Olymp- you know you know when they say oh they canceled the Olympics for 2020. Yeah. Why would they why would they say oh they canceled people just doing some effort for 20 no yeah. it has a name that has been a tradition yeah. for such a long yeah. time and very recently enough I saw I saw without limits the Steve prefontaine great movie yeah it's, it's a great movie not uh, the, not the other one you know <laughs> you know what here's the thing each movie has its value yeah without a doubt yeah uh, the the prefontaine movie is I, I feel like it's a little bit more accurate because of the last race that Prit-Fontaine died oh, yeah, you yeah. know? No, that's true. It, it has its accuracy, the other one has like the emotion and all, yeah. like, whatever, whatever it is. But even Bowerman says, you know, your fellow Olympians, they knew that there was more honor in beating oh, yeah. a man. You know, this is Bill Bowerman saying... Chills, dude, the second you said that. Yeah. yeah there was more honor in out or outrunning a man, Yeah. or out jumping a man, or out throwing a man yeah then to actually killing them yeah and that's where that's where the, the, the real value of doing this is to say hey you're a human being i'm a human being yeah. we're both tested by this thing that has that, that that measures time and measures some sort of distance whatever it is that you want to call it and the limitations of your matter your purpose your your way of doing it you do it period yeah, yeah. you know yeah man that, that's, that's so spot on that's so spot on um,
1: it's it's like the, if you're if you're if there's one thing that race walking has taught me in comparison to running every race I ever lined up for running there was always somebody to compete against mm-hmm. always but when I started race walking I was lining up at races where there was no one because nobody race walks very clean cut wow what do you do what do you do when you're at the Olympic trials what do you do when what do you do when you're trying to qualify for the Olympic trials and there's only three people on the line and you know you can be both of them not to be not to be showing off you know but who are you competing against
0: in a certain sense right?
1: there's another there's another athlete right there and that's you so yeah so it's like if you don't I feel like a lot of runners might get lost sometimes probably not all of them but like when you base everything off of you either win or you lose, you're kind of missing the point. You're kind of missing the point. And, and it's not to offend anybody, it's just that there is a deeper purpose to why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. There has to be. Otherwise, otherwise when, when that opportunity gets removed, who are you? Yeah. You know, who are you if you can't? This, the Olympics were canceled this year. Mm-hmm. how
0: are you?
1: What, When everything you do trains in effort to go to a race to see whether you will win or you will lose. Mm-hmm. Or get first or you will get second or third or fourth or whatever. You'll set a PR or not set a PR. What happens when all those opportunities are taken away from you? You never really trained for that.
0: right? That's
1: not something anybody
0: trained for. Even right now people are what what, what what are we actually yeah. uh, testing ourselves for? Exactly. And what well, I'm looking obviously social media and stuff, you're seeing that guy just ran a mile going downhill. Yeah. Three forty four or something, you're yeah. like, dude, that's almost a world record. Yeah. Obviously it's not considered. I, I don't know, some guy actually did run like a three forty six or some crazy stuff like that. Yeah, and some of, that, yeah. and I'm just like, okay, that's that's a human capability that we know we have. Uh, obviously when it comes down to the track when are you actually going to run that race because you know you're not going to go to the front and try to run that yeah, time Yeah. and right um. now people who are training people who are training are doing it for the bigger purpose of uh, I'm testing myself Exactly. and I think race walking you, you're not running with a pack of guys No. Uh, rarely you're running for yourself and and, and, and what I believe is the time that you actually get to do that activity for, you know, it gives it so much value because if you're actually thinking, "I'm covering that distance by taking upon the our most basic traveling manner," yeah, the most common, yeah, yeah, nobody nobody does more than nobody, walking. nobody's more running than walking than yeah, walking. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can tell you that. Yeah that's a fact but you guys are testing it to its its limitations and trying to reach beyond that and then the next one and then the next one I mean that's what I'm getting at and that's that's running and that's I consider I consider race walking the exact same thing as running I'm I mean I know I'm gonna get some guys being like oh it's not the same thing and they're gonna grind on me or whatever man but I'm, I'm looking at the same sport obviously for me you know everybody has their 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 mechanism and their mechanic yeah, yeah. their physical mechanic where you actually find the, the the love to it no doubt about it for me race walking I, I've never tried it I can be honest I mean we we've done the the imitation of like making fun of it because I, I remember as a kid I was like, oh yeah I'm race walking I Whatever. used to make fun of it yeah and I, I'm not I I I can't hate on it because they're doing the exact same thing that I'm doing in a different manner. Yeah, yeah Don't worry about the time; it, it always happens. You still have five minutes to talk about this, uh, but it's good.
1: Yeah, it's just like here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's just just to answer that question. Put a put a needle in it real quick. But it's media. like you have you have a choice to do whatever you want in life. And if you spend your time thinking about what other people are going to think about of that thing, mm. it's like, dude, just stop. Just stop. If, you're, if that's what you're going to spend your time thinking about, you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. Or you're not, you just don't have it. I don't care what you do in life, I don't care. I yeah. don't care if you're a professional painter, mm-hmm. I don't care if you clean shoes for a living, if you love doing that thing yeah. and you are passionate about it, I lo- I want to hear about it. Yeah. I want to hear about it. What what do you what is what is it that gets you to wake up in the morning and to do that thing?
0: Yeah.
1: For crying out loud, dude. A ninja, a video game dude just made the cover of Sports Illustrated. First oh, okay. person ever. Yeah. First person ever. Yeah. And people are ragging on whether it's a sport or not and I'm like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He wakes up every morning and he has a craft and he invests
0: into it. There you go. He invests into it. That's the word craft. And I really like that. Uh, Because obviously, esports, it's a mental sport. Yeah, man. Really quick. You're going to sit here and tell me
1: like golf isn't a sport? Yeah. No. It's a sport. Like golf is a sport. Walking is a sport. Swimming is
0: a sport. Archery is a sport. Yeah. Shooting is in the Olympics. Uh Uh-huh. It is. it, It has... A need as a human being to physically control your body and do something that most people can't. Yeah. And you're disciplining yourself to do so and acting upon the best limitation of your test. Yeah. That's how I see it. You know, I want to talk a little bit about the the coronavirus and all that kind of stuff. Maybe we can leave that for a second episode or another segment. Yeah, I'd be down. Uh, I I mean I'm inviting everybody back from the first episode because what I'm doing is that I'm inviting people at, to to run after these podcasts. Ooh, nice. Yeah, no, and a lot of people have been like, I don't, I can't see running the same way after you taught me how to run. So here's what I'm doing right now. What is, what is running? <laughs> no, I'm what just is running? Like, no, I'm just I, can, I can definitely answer that. I one. I forgot how to run. Yeah, I, I walk too much. <laughs> well, here's what I'm doing is. I'm teaching them what running is not. That's good. So that that's they can they can one. they can actually physically say so this is running. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, if you were to I, I want to finish this off really quick. A little bit of of who you are as the athlete, uh, an inspirational thing, the the, the thing that you want to your quote that wakes you up today, tomorrow, oh, here yeah. you go again, yeah. right now, yeah. especially right now in these, these hard times to say, even if it doesn't, I'm still gonna be pursuing my craft, making it better. Yeah. What would you wanna say to people right now? I, straight up, better things are always coming. Better
1: things. We, we have to believe that with all our hearts, mm-hmm. that when you wake up and when you do something, better things are right around the corner. Yeah. In fact, they're right here and they're right now. Yep. And if we don't, we, we need to believe that. If we want to see what we feel and the dreams that we have, they, they, can, they can come true. They can come true right now. As long as you just believe, you know. You're wasting your time being negative to yourself. Just be, support yourself, you know. Show
0: love to yourself. Everyone else is going to show you negativity. So just love yourself. Absolutely. Well, Natos, I'm going to have to end it there because I got the minutes. Yeah, man ladies and gentlemen friends and listeners a very personal thank you for Emanuel Natos for joining me talking about race walking it, it was it was a great conversation man. Yeah, I, man I truly truly appreciate it especially for you uh, inviting me to this coffee shop we are here at what was it La Papaleco. Papaleco thank you for having me coffee man. Shop. and yeah again uh, Thank you so much for coming, man. There's nothing else to say. Thank you, man. For all my viewers and listeners, I'm going to be posting this on the Instagram. I hope you guys have enjoyed the run, and I'll get to see you next time, okay? Adios. Thanks, guys.